over the past several weeks and months that we've been dealing with the coronavirus and dealing with the crisis in our world and uh, the isolation, the uh, separation, the social distancing and all the things that have been going on has made me think about what God really has created us for. What are we created for? Some people think, and it appears, that we've been created to survive, to try to live. But I believe it's more than that. I do believe God put inside of us a survival instinct that wants us to keep ourselves alive physically. But more than that, Jesus said, I have come that you might have life. Okay, that's one, life. And then he said, and that you might have it more abundantly. In that same passage in John chapter 10, 10, he said, The thief has come to steal and to kill and to destroy, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. God hadn't just called me to live. God's called me, and my purpose is to live a life of fulfillment, a life of abundance, to live a life that's fulfilling. And I'm going to tell you, my friend, I can't do that in a hole. I can't do that in a corner. I'm able to do that because of this great creation God's given us that I can live in and I can interact with others in and enjoy sharing God's love and God's grace and God's creation with the world around us. When God created Adam, he created a man. But when he created Eve, he created society. We are meant to interact with each other, not to be codependent, but to be interdependent. We need each other. God wants us to enjoy Him, and we absolutely cannot show our love for God, really, until we understand what He says in the book of 1 John, if we love God, we will love one another. Now, that's what James here in James chapter 2 calls the royal law. And what is it? That you love your neighbor as yourself. And this is so important. What, is, what does it mean to love? We talked about agape love. Agape love is a God love. It's a love that literally is from God Himself because God is love. And that's why in 1 Corinthians 13, we read those words and the descriptions that uh, Paul gives to love. Love is kind. Love is gracious. Love is long-suffering. It's patient. It thinks no evil. It bears all things. It hopes all things. It endures all things. Love is not just an uh, attitude in a sense. Love is an action. It's something we do because we will to do it. And what happens as we love others? Now, as we said yesterday, we don't have to like everybody, but we do have to love everybody. And how do you love people that are unlovable? How do you do that? Well, I've always just pictured it this way. God is love himself, and God has endless love, endless love, eternal love. And that is the reservoir of God's love that is in heaven. And so when I need to love somebody that's unlovable, I reach up to the reservoir of God's love. I take God's love and I give somebody the love that they don't deserve, the mercy they don't deserve. And I think that's why James ends this section here in James chapter 2 with these words, So speak and so act as those who shall be judged under the law of liberty. For judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Some people think mercy and judgment are 
competitors, but they're not. They go hand in hand. And mercy is because it's from the heart of God to show mercy on us who do not deserve it. And as we show forth an attitude of love and fulfill actions of love in our words, in our deeds, in our attitudes, oh, everything changes. And we will be judged one day. There is a judgment coming. The Bible says every man shall stand before God one day and give an account of every deed done in his body. Thank God our sins have already been judged in Christ and we've accepted that and we have eternal life. And I sure hope you have trusted Christ to be your Lord and Savior. So today, this reservoir of God's love, let's reach into it and let's share God's love so that they don't only see us being what we should be, but they experience God Himself through our lives. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.